It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? The Wizards fans, the Washington Wizards lose to the New York Knicks, but a great debut by Marvin Bagley. We're going to talk about that and Johnny Davis being moved up and down and back and forth from the G League. Let's get to it. You are locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and use code all lowercase LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. All right, so the Washington Wizards lose to the New York Knicks in a close one, which was a winnable game. They lost 109-113. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, we do want to talk about the man of the hour first, Marvin Bagley. What did you like and what did you not like from his debut? He did have a double double tonight in his debut. So a lot of good things and um, definitely some things we want to see him work on. But um, what were your thoughts on Marvin Bagley tonight? Um, So many good things. Let me get the bad out the way. Free throws. Get that man <laughs> at the free throw line. Definitely working on free throws, man. Over five. But look, he came in. He played well, E. Um, inside scoring interior defense. I mean, he surprised me with a stat line as far as defensively three blocks, two steals, 20 points, 11 rebounds. I mean, he was active. I mean, as far as scoring in the paint, man, he's very, very active. I love what I saw from Bagley. I think he's going to work out in DC. I love what he, he brings to this team, man. Um, looking at how his fit would be with Gafford. Look, I'm not too ashamed to say that maybe he needs to start. Uh, and you know, definitely Gaff could be the guy off the bench. I'm a big Gaff fan, big Gaff supporter. Um, but Bagley brings an element to the Wizards that is sorely needed. We needed rebounding. We needed interior defense. We needed interior scoring. And he provides all of that. And then you combine that with Gaff. Now I feel a little better about the depth at the center position. Now, do we have a whole lot of depth? Nah, we maybe near a third center. But Gaff and Bagley can play in tandem with each other. Apart from each other, they definitely are really good one-two punch at the center position. So I love what I saw from Bagley. Very active. He's got that dog in him. I mean, the whole team, man, had dog him in the night. Very proud. I mean, look, it's a rebuilding team, but we played as a team tonight. It was a very winnable game against a team that, look, let's be real. This team, this is a playoff team in the Eastern Conference in New York. They, the Knicks are our playoff team. And we came in and we show how good we can be when we play team basketball. Again, shout out to Jordan Poole. Been very hard on Jordan Poole. Uh, we kind of talk about it before the broadcast, man. Um, reason for that. Look, I want to see him succeed. Um, when he, you know, he's starting to really show that he's starting to lock in. Now I get it, the shot at the end, <laughs> and then there was a couple of shots tonight, man. That were kind of like, ah, man, you know, you didn't have to shoot that, but he is starting to lock in. He really is. Um, you see a lot less antics and and bad shot selection. He's working. I mean, if you look at his stat line tonight, man, uh, twenty four points. I mean, seven for nineteen from the um, overall from the field and two for nine from three. So efficiency was an issue, but he got to the line. Eight from eight from the free throw line, including one steal. 
So he was very active, very aggressive driving lane. Also driving lane, um, very active was Denny Avia. 15 points, eight rebounds, five for five from the free throw. He was driving lane. He was definitely um, trying to draw fouls. Both of them were very aggressive. I love what I saw from Jordan Poole and Denny Avia. Very, very aggressive. Now, obviously, their their, um, their jumpers were not hitting. Uh, Denny did a good job bringing the game inside. Um, his jump shot was not hitting the night over three from three, but he was very aggressive driving the lane, and he definitely contributed in other ways. So Denny and Jordan Poole, hat goes off to both of them tonight. Very good performances. Um, Kyle Kuzma, 15 points, uh, six rebounds, five assists, seven for 16. Um, you know, very underwhelming when you look at his, you know, what he usually scores. Usually 20-plus points. But very, you know, um, again, maybe he could settle for that shot a little too much, but he did have he did provide a night, he had a really good night. Um, and then looking at Tyus Jones now, at first, you're gonna say, Well, two points, well, 15 assists, and that's what we want to see from the floor general at point guard is a guy who's gonna be distributing the ball, finding open shooters. 15 assists is money. I'm trying to tell you, especially when your counterpart is Jalen Brunson, which he had a really good game for the Knicks, man. But this ain't the Knicks show, so we ain't going to talk about him. So um, the Wizards, man, overall, team-wise, the starting five, they look fluid. They look good. The ball move was flowing. Um, rotation's a little crispier. Um, they, they look good tonight. They really did against a team that, again, is challenging in the East. Now, are they favorites in the East? There's a whole other conversation, but they are a team that you got to look out for in the East, man. The Knicks have a nice setup. Maybe they're not done willing to Dylan, but, again, you know, but looking at the Wizards now, looking at the bench. The bench showed up, E. The bench definitely showed up. Uh, Kispert, 10 points, two for three from three, four rebounds. Kispert did his thing. Koulibaly, while the jumper wasn't dropping, obviously defensively he was on money in the night, um, five points, but defensively he was solid. Uh, Shamit, 13 points, five for six from the th- uh, field, three for four from three. So he is definitely working on a, on a trade-up out of here because he looked good. I mean, Shamit's been looking real good, man. Um, and then rounding it out, DeLon Wright, which is underwhelming, but, you know, it was a very underwhelming game, but he had a presence on the defensive side. And one thing to look at, Patrick Baldwin Jr., man, six minutes. But, you know, we both said that, you know, he's – can he be a little limited offensively? Yeah. I mean, he's a shooter where if his shot's not dropping, he kind of disappears from how effective he can be. And maybe, you know, you – um right now, I'm not going to say at the deadline, but right now maybe you see – kind of compete him and uh, livers against each other and again, trying to see what kind of minutes you can give livers and see what he can provide. But overall, wonderful team victory. Uh, not victory, well, a team game, team game. <laughs> um, it could have been a victory. I'm with you. It could have been a victory. They, they fought hard to the end. Obviously, Jordan Poole's shot was ill-advised, man. But Jordan Poole had a lot to do with them keeping it close, too. Yeah, a couple of ill-advised shots tonight, but he played well. And he locks in, man. We'll see. Like I said, I wish him well in D.C., um, I you know, we'll see what we have because I think after the deadline, I definitely will see what he can do with the ball in his hands. So, overall, great team game 100%. I mean, uh, Bagley, he was refreshing to watch, man. Just an athletic big that can finish man. above the rim like that, finishing in transition, transition, dunking on people. The two blocks on Julius Randle back to back that was awesome. Because a lot of people say he can't defend, but he was blocking shots out there too, being impactful. Just seeing a, a big man with talent out there, not getting in foul trouble, not getting winded, not getting yeah. tired, that was um, uh, an improvement right there for the Wizards out there. Just uh, and, a, and a guy that can rebound. Just he's a great offensive rebounder, man. He, he gets a lot of putbacks. Yeah, um, he's a lob threat. Didn't catch any lobs, but he finished around the rim. Uh, he did miss a couple of layups out there. The free throws were frustrating. Him going what, what was he zero for five from the free throw line? So yeah. He really could have had 25 and 11 out there. He, he he had a couple rebounds where he dropped them, too, where they kind of went off his hands and went out of bounds. There was one or two that did that. 
Um, so he could have really ended the night with 25 and 13. Played 39 minutes. I mean, and I, I love Gaff, you know, but it's, it's, it's hard to play him 39 minutes because either one is foul trouble yeah. or, you know, the, the sports asthma thing that came up. He hasn't really said that in, in, since his, the first year he was here. But um, I, I think they're going to be – I think they're going to play well together when Gafford does come back. The yeah. conversation about who should start, I, you know, I, I think I would start Bagley and then Gafford can go back to his role where I think yeah. he's better suited as a backup big. And he's just come off, come off the bench with a lot of energies, running the floor, catching lobs. But yeah. to stick with Bagley, 10 for 16, 20 points, two assists, he had a nice pass. To, I think it was either Bilal or, or to Denny. Um, three blocks, two steals, just a stat sheet stuffer, a plus two out there. I mean, nothing, nothing but positive things to say other than just the missed free throws and a couple of missed layups. But man, he's he's what we needed, man. He's yeah. what we needed. And yeah, he's not gonna move the needle as far as wins or losses or anything like that. But just for the development of the team, man, and, and you know, for us to be more competitive and not have the other teams big go out there and score 30 points and 20 rebounds, you know, Mark Williams and and uh, other bigs just come in and, and have the night of their lives, you know. So that was refreshing. Um, Julius Randle, we actually kind of did a, we did a better job against him. He didn't go for forty tonight, you know. <laughs> and Denny said that uh, you know it's it's not hard to guard Julius Randle. So I guess Denny did a better job just overall. But unfortunately, we did a better job with Julius Randle. But Jalen Brunson ended up ended up with forty one. He had ten points in a row at one point in the fourth quarter. You can say what yeah. you want about the refs. You can argue about the refs, you know. I'm not gonna. I'm not just gonna blame the refs or anything like that. But yes, they were giving him a lot of calls yeah. every time he went to the basket. He got touched. They were blowing yeah. a whistle very quickly. Um, Brunson, how many free throws did he end up? He shot 13 free throws, which certainly is a lot of free throws. Um, Jordan Poole got to the line. He, 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 <laughs> he shot eight free throws. But Jalen Brunson, yes, every time he was touched, they, they called him. They called a foul for sure. But he he had a heck of a night, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. He had a heck of a night. He controlled the game. He got to the basket. Nobody could really stop him. He's a great player and all that. Um, so that that was really the thing right there, man. They they could not stop him from getting to the basket in that fourth quarter. Um, Jordan Poole, we'll get to him. Like you talked about that shot. They did need a three. They were down by, I want to say it was either six or five. And it was a two-possession game. So they they yeah. did need it, they did need a three. Yeah. So I wasn't mad. I wasn't <clears throat> excuse me, 100 percent mad at this side because they, they needed that mathematically. You look at the mathematics of the, yeah. of the of the game. They did need a they needed a quick three to come down. Now eventually we did get that three because Shemet hit the three off the inbounds yeah. pass, which I will give West credit. I thought that was a well drawn up play. Oh yeah. Shamit was wide open. He knocked it down. Then we fouled Divincenzo, Divincenzo, who's a bad free throw shooter. He's like a seventy percent free throw shooter. He actually made both of his free throws. If he would have missed at least one. Then we could have came down and hit a three and tied it up. So I love the effort that they played with. They're more competitive. They didn't look yeah. checked out, and that's that's what we, I think that's what Bagley did too. He provided some energy, so guys are just not looking checked out because the last couple games we've seen either either they're playing hard or they're checked out. So I want to see if Bagley's energy will you know provide some type of juice to this team. And when Gaffer comes back from concussion protocol, you know I get it. We're trying to get the best draft pick, but like you said in the last video where you went on the rant, at least play with heart. Yeah. At least yeah. play with energy. You know, yeah. and, and I think that's what Bagley can help out with. Uh, you brought up Tyus Jones too. Didn't shoot the ball well, but at least you know, 15 assists is 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 no joke. That's awesome from him. And you know, his trade value is a first round pick from what we're hearing about the, with the rumors <laughs> and whatnot. So a lot of playoff teams are going to look at that 15 assists. They're going to be like, hey, yeah, we can use this guy. We don't need him to score, yeah. but if he can get yeah. 
our best player open for a three or a wide open dunk, then yeah, we could use this guy in the playoffs for sure. So Tyus Jones, I love what he did tonight, even though he didn't score. Um, DeLong Wright, we'll get to him too. A lot of people are saying he played a little selfish tonight, just you know, taking a lot of shots one on one and whatnot. Um, but yeah, overall, and, and Denny, I thought he had it two moments too. He, he went to the basket, played hard tonight too, into the basket. Um, and then Kuz, not his best shooting night. He had his moments here and there, but not his best shooting night at all. But yeah, yeah the, excuse me, the main story tonight is is um is Mark Bagley, and I I love what he what we saw from what we saw from him tonight, and yeah, I, I think that that. He he was the second pick of the draft for a reason. Yes, I get it. Luca, Trey Young, and all those guys. Yeah, yeah. But man, he he's talented, man. He's he's a talent. He's a talented guy. And I think he's in the right position here where he's not gonna worry about playing time or anybody yanking him out if he makes a mistake. Like he's gonna get a lot of minutes here. 39 minutes is a lot of minutes, and I think he's gonna get he's gonna even when Gafford gets back, I would still give him about 35 minutes a night. Absolutely. To me, we found our starting um starting center. Mm-hmm. To at least the, the deadline, and then we'll see what we do as far as the lineup because we'll see how many guys are traded, you know, etc. But I mean, I he looked good. I mean, scoring we missed. Like, look, I, we say this a lot, and then I, this is probably my last time saying it because I think mm-hmm. everybody knows. Gafford, I'm a big fan, but mm-hmm. you know, he's very limited offensively. You know, he's a lob guy, but he has to be spoon fed. And I really, I said in all due respect, but it, he does. You know, if you look at Bagley, he's able to create his own shot, especially in the interior, and that's what we need. Um, Jalen Brunson, yeah, I mean, you can't blame the refs, even though it's New York City, it's the Mecca, so they're gonna get those calls, man. Jalen Brunson with that elbow, man. Look, <laughs> look, I'm gonna say one thing before we move on, man. What I like about Jordan Poole, he played like a dog tonight, he was getting aggressive with Jalen Brunson, he really was. Um, is he a guy's gonna be a stopper? No, but I want to see a dog come out of him because as far as the future of him in DC, man, you know, we'll see his value is nil right now, so he, I best believe. I do believe that after the deadline, they're going to get, put the ball on Jordan Poole's hand and say, here, you got it, and see what he can do, man. Because if he played with that dog, if he if he could definitely buy into what they're trying to do in D.C., man, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what he can do. Because, yeah, when he uh, at the beginning of the year, all of us like, oh, my Lord, man, like <laughs> all the shots, all the issues. But I'm seeing him lock in. I, I really am. I've been tough on him, man, but I'm seeing him lock in. You know, when he played tough on Brunson and had an attitude, I like attitude, as long as controlled attitude. You know, he had a little dog in the night, man. That's what I want to see. Have that dog in you. Get aggressive. Get mad. You know, get in his face. Don't let nobody drop those points on you. You know, that, no, there was a fight tonight with this team that you have not seen on a consistent basis this year. And I loved it. I love the attitude of the dog this team that had tonight. Man, they fought hard against a really good Knicks team. And so what's the name of the game now? Consistency. I want to see these type of performances every night. Play hard. Play to win. Even if, you know, we don't win, play hard. Play to win. Play as a team. And this team will get better. And you will definitely see a lot of strides with this team going forward. So. 100%. Yeah, we just want to see effort, man. That's all. We're, we're tired of seeing them waving a white flag in the third quarter and putting the bench yeah. in and whatnot. But uh, we're, we're going to get to Johnny Davis next. Um, but before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us this week. This for this week's eBay guarantee fit. <coughs> excuse me, fantasy picks of the week. All right, so he's got our guy Marvin Bagley the third with Daniel Gafford in the concussion protocol. Bagley has a shot at nice minutes on his new team for the short term. Uh, clearly, that was a great pick by Josh. He had 39 minutes tonight and ended up with a double double, 20 points, then 11 boards. 
Uh, another guy is Gigi Jackson from Memphis. Memphis needs shot creation, and Gigi can do it. He has shown flashes, and he should be someone someone managers can look to grab and see how Memphis deployed. Gigi Jackson had a couple good games this week as well. And also Mason Plumey, new starter for at least four weeks, for a week, for four weeks for the Clippers. Mason Plumley can be a serviceable center for your fantasy team while we wait for Zubach to return from injury. Josh Lloyd from fantasy from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. Uh, make sure you guys check out eBay Motors. Also, with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time. Every time or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Also, make sure you guys check out the Locked On Sports National Network. Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, so Johnny Davis, <coughs> excuse me, he was um, he was sent to the G League on, uh, what's today, Thursday? I want to say like Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. And then he played yeah. in the game against the uh, 905 Raptors. He ended up with three points, which was surprising to me. Uh, Eugene ended up with like – Eugene Omaruri had like 29, and then Johnny had three points. Then – I want to say either today they uh, called him back up to the active roster. So what were your thoughts on those transactions with Johnny Davis over the past 48 hours? I think they need to figure out what they're going to do with him long term, man, because he's a young player who are, as we know, with young players, confidence is key, very key. And as a, if I'm putting myself in his shoes, even if we wait to the deadline or after the deadline to give him minutes, his confidence is shaking. He he's got so many inconsistent minutes, and you know, can you say it's on him a little bit? Maybe I mean, you, when you get the opportunity, you want to see people capitalize, especially with the go go man. You're struggling with the go go. Lord have mercy, what are we talking about? But um, I think to a certain degree, and like I said, I wish Johnny well, man. Um, I wish that you know whether it's here in DC or somewhere else, he gets the opportunity to develop and find who he is in the NBA. But it, it's looking less and less like it's going to be in DC. So I mean, I, you know, I think the kid can play ball. I think he definitely needs to be developed. He is far from, you know, ready to have a significant impact on the team right now because he's got to be developed. I don't think he's been properly developed. And so I think to a certain um, certain point, man, you've got to cut bait to the last link to the Tommy Shepard there. I mean, because that was the last draft pick from Tommy Shepard. And, you know, no matter what perspective you have, he was the 10th overall pick. And if you look at the talent that was drafted after him, you know, you're looking at a guy at that, at that draft position who – is supposed to come in and contribute right away, or at least in a fashion where if you develop him right, he can become a guy who can who can, you know, add add something to your team. 
What, what does he provide? I mean, so I think this is just a very un, unfortunate circumstance, man, from every angle because his his career is taking a hit. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't had really a, an opportunity to really showcase what he can do. And it's, just, it's, it's, it's an unfortunate circumstance, man. So I think he has to be moved. I think um, looking at the deadline, try to put him in a trade where he can go somewhere so, so he can develop. And go from there, man. Um, because I don't see what his future is. Like I said, you know, they could take the weight and the weight approach and see what he can do after the deadline. But then after all this time, as a young guy, his, his confidence is destroyed, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Where, where do you try to find, regain that that confidence in him? And that's gonna be hard, you know, especially when you have a youth movement and you're trying to find minutes for young guys, and then poof, he's getting DMPs. So his confidence is shot, man. So I don't I don't know if he's a piece here going forward, and we'll see. If he goes somewhere where they can properly develop him, and it's it's tough to really point a finger at what went wrong with Johnny Davis, man. I mean, you can see, you know, was he the right pick at at that draft position? We'll see. Um, I thought that he looked pretty good in Wisconsin. Yeah, but I'll say this: I, I'm not going to blame anybody. I'm not going to blame Johnny, but I will say this, man. I felt like they failed him from the get, and I'm going to say this because trying to turn him into something he's not—a point guard, a three-point shooter—that did it. You should have played him to his strengths with his mid-range and defense. He's a mid-range shooter. He's a guy who he likes to drive the lane. He likes to get inside and score. He's not a three-point shooter. Um, yeah, you can look at his stats in, in, in Wisconsin, but that was, look how many attempts he had. Well, like one, maybe two attempts a game? Nah, man. He's not a three-point shooter. And the fact that they try to change who he was, his DNA as a player, it really curtailed his career, man. So I'm not going to blame anybody. I'm not going to blame the coach. His whole new front office so is obviously not on the front office. Um, it's not the owner's fault. I mean, and, you know, it's just I, I, when they started trying to change his game straight out of daggone college, they failed him. You know, you should have let him be what he was, which is a mid-range shooter who can drive. So we'll see e. Um, if he can, if they can find a way where he can get some minutes at the deadline, I'm all for it. We'll see if we can recoup him, get him straight, and see if he can be an asset for this team going forward. But if his confidence is that low, you know, send him somewhere where he can develop. And that's where I'm at with Johnny, man. I wish him well. I really do. Yeah, and, and the thing you brought up the the mid range game, it's just it's hard for that to translate to the NBA. Yeah, you know the NBA is just it's, it's a lot of you know they want you to either get to the basket or shoot threes, and just that mid range game where he's just not creating separation. Because even from the summer league, you could just see it where he just struggled to create separation in that first summer league, yeah. where he really really struggled. But you look at the shot, his jumper and the form is really funky. The way he's you know just dipping down and you know cocking yeah. the ball to the side it's just unfortunate you know i don't know if that's the staff telling him to shoot like that or what but it's unfortunate to see that um looking at the stats in the g league game he had he had three points one for six one for three from the three-point line one assist two turnovers and a minus eight uh out there for his his g league game uh the other night which is just like it is confidence for him too man and like you said i i think the the new front office, they're just not invested in, in developing him or giving yeah. him any playing time, maybe after the trade deadline. But I think it would be best for both sides for him to start fresh somewhere else. Yeah. And um, you know, Will Dawkins and, and Travis Langley just looks like they're just not really invested in, in trying to develop him at all. But yeah, Tommy Shepard, you know, they said it when he drafted him. You know, Woj tweeted out they drafted point guard Johnny Davis, and he's not a point guard. You know, he's a two guard that can score. I think he's a good defender too. I, I think he could. I think he can help some teams out in the league. Of course, it would take some time, but you know they just 
Unfortunately, they drafted the wrong guy. I think Johnny's super talented, but I think he was a little overdrafted. And I liked him before the draft. I really did. And it's unfortunate now you look at it in hindsight. Jalen Williams on the Thunder is playing really well. Uh, Jalen Duran on the Pistons is playing really well. So there's a couple guys that were drafted after him that are playing really, really, really well. And then also you look at them bringing, <coughs> excuse me, um, Isaiah Livers and some other guys. And uh, Patrick Baldwin is getting more playing time than Johnny Davis yeah. at this point. You know, yeah. he's getting minutes. And Johnny just – he can't get any minutes at all. He can't – he's only getting garbage minutes. You're telling me Johnny can't get five minutes right now in the rotation? So, um, I, I I was saying that earlier in the season that, you know, they should have gave him a couple of minutes just just to let him play. You know, he's the 10th yeah. of the draft. But I think they – I think – I feel like Will Dawkins knows what he is and he has, a, he has an evaluation on Johnny. And uh, he's just not invested. I think he's ready to move on. I do feel like they're going to move him before the trade deadline. If not this year, then certainly in the offseason. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate for him to be the 10th pick of the, of the draft. Tommy Shepard, I think that was like the last – that might have been the last straw for Tommy Shepard, you know, him him getting fired, honestly. I think yeah. I think Ted might have looked at that too and just how it didn't work out already. And I, I think that might have been one of the last straws for Ted to, to finally give Tommy the boot. So, um, But, yeah, Johnny – I wish him the best in his career because I do think there's talent there. Yeah, yeah. But right now, it's just looking like uh, Will Dawkins is not – he's not invested in, in, in giving him any time. But for him to go to the G League, it is it is disappointing, you know. And I'm not yeah. going to say the G League is the worst thing in the world, but for him to go there and then call him back, it's just like, yeah, this, this is it, man. This is it. So I, I think, yeah, I think respectfully it's time <coughs> for them to move on. And – um they, I think they're kind of realizing that they, they, you know, they're he's just not in their plans, and um, they're gonna they're evaluating Bilal, and they're gonna develop Bilal as much as they can, yeah, and uh, some other some other guys that they they pick up in the future. Yeah, I agree, man. It's it's very unfortunate, man. Um, because I know there's different opinions about you know should they have changed his game. Um, this is, to me, you gotta play to the strengths of the player, man. And he was never mm -hmm. a three-point shooter like that. Oh, yeah. He was never going to be a daggone point guard. I don't know why. I mean, I know we both kind of complained at the time. Like, wait, why are you trying to turn this guy into a point guard? So I wish him well. I really do. Whether it's here or every, anywhere he goes, man, I, I'm with you, E. I definitely mm -hmm. think, and I believe, there is talent there. So we'll go ahead and get into mm -hmm. some comments tonight. But before I do, I'm going to holler at y'all about prize picks. So you guys are definitely wondering, what is prize picks, right? Well, it is actually the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you can pick more than or less than two to six players and their stat projections to watch the winnings roll in. So with the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift at 10.5 combo of three points made in receptions. I'll definitely take that. Want to play alongside of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can do that now in a community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in Prize Picks community each week. Prospects even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured for football and basketball games. That is big because if your player exits the game in the first half and does not return for the second, that player is rebooted. Prospects is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. I'm trying to tell you, that is very big. So all you got to do is go to prospects.com slash locked on NBA and use promo code locked on NBA for a first deposit matchup to $100. And again, go to prospects.com 
slash locked on NBA and use promo code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to a C note. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. All right. Um, Let's look at some of these comments here. Johnny Davis, a lot of people have a, a, a big opinion on him for sure. He's definitely a polarizing player. Uh, let's go with some positive stuff here first. Edward Moore says Marvin Bagley is what we needed. He seems to know how to be effective. A hundred percent. Um, he's a guy that's very talented. I mean, you look at the way he played at Duke, he was a heck of a scorer, great rebounder. He's 6'10, man. He's a lefty, he can jump out the gym, very skilled. Uh, his dad was uh played in college, so I mean, he he comes from a, a family that that played a lot of basketball too. So, the guy, he, he's just a highly skilled player. And the missed free throws is it makes you mad. It makes me mad because he's he's better than that. He was an eighty-two percent free throw shooter on the year, so he really should have had twenty-five points tonight. And uh, it's just refreshing to see a big man that can put the ball on the floor, can score. Like I said, we love Gaff, but you know he he's a, he's a different kind of big. And Marvin Bagley, and Marvin Bagley, he's really to me he's more of like a four, a power forward, but he can play yeah. the center position. You know, small ball, six ten. It's not like the old days where you're like seven feet tall. Everybody's a seven foot center. But he's a 6'10 guy, can face the basket. So it's just refreshing to see that, man. A guy that can create a shot for himself and can score the ball. Uh, we just haven't really had that at the center position in a while. Yeah, I mean, very refreshing. Marvin Bagley, man, like we both say we're big fans of him coming out of Duke. Um, it, you know, everything in sports is about the right fit. You know, he found the right fit here. You know, he was able to, you know, provide what we've been lacking rebounding interior defense and interior scoring so he came in he did the right things and i'm i'm really excited to see him and gaff as a one-two punch man at the center position going forward man so he looked good tonight especially with your first start especially with getting dmps and then coming in you get traded you go to a team who plays a massive square garden of all places and you're starting mm-hmm. so he came in he started he played well in the mecca and look he's gonna do well here in dc man always been a big fan man but it's different because now he's on my team so i'm very very excited be very excited mm-hmm Definitely. Um, some Jordan Poole comments here. The truth says uh, Jordan Poole also says this game was that last shot. I already said what I thought about the last shot. I thought mathematically <coughs> it was the right idea because um, and I'll put up the play by play here, too, just so I can be you know accurate on it. They were down by five and we needed we needed a three. I'm pulling up right now, but I know they need they needed a quick three. So that's why I wasn't mad at the shot. You know, like I said, like I explained at the end of the game, we ended up, Shemette ended up hitting the three. We ended up fouling DiVincenzo. Or really at the time, we had a little bit of time left on the clock. Maybe he could have went yeah. to the basket and shot a layup. And then we foul. Hopefully, hopefully they miss one of their free throws. We come down, hit a three, tie it up. So, yes, I get the argument. A lot of people didn't like the shot. It wasn't the best shot. Certainly, it was not. You could have got a better shot than him just pulling up. But, you know, that's just kind of the player that he is. Not kind of. That is the player that he is. Um, he likes to do that. So he does shoot a lot of no, no, no. But if it goes in, it's like, yes, kind of <laughs> shots. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought we could have got a better shot than that for sure. And then Wes actually did a good job of drawing up an inbounds play to Shemette. Yeah, and Shemette yeah. hit three. So, actually, I give some credit to Wes there at the end. But, yes, I do 
you you have some truth to your statement for sure. I, I don't think he lost us the game, but this shot was definitely a uh, questionable, <laughs> excuse me, questionable shot. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, under the circumstances, it's kind of 50 50 with me. Um, it's just one of those things, man. If he makes it, are we still having this conversation? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's just one of those things, man, where if he misses it, it's all, it's just all about perspective, man. Um, I think he's definitely starting to lock in. He's starting to definitely, definitely lock in, and that's what you want to see from him. Um, because he, he had a good night. Now, efficiency, he's gonna get that, man. He, you know, it's gonna come along. Um, I, I do think he's starting to realize what kind of player he's gonna be in DC. And once he realizes who he is, um, I want to see a lot more hops in the shots, a lot more shot selection with from him. But yeah, it's not on him. I mean, like I said, if he makes the shot, we're talking about a whole different situation here. So, mm-hmm. um, like you said, shout out to Western Cell Jr., man. You know, he definitely the play he he drew up was on was on money. It was a, it was a good play, and this is what we want to see from West, man. It's like, um, you know, just game planning, drawing the plays. You know, you know, definitely getting creative as far as creating plays for these guys in the clutch clutch moments, man. So that is exactly the right move, and that's what I want to see from West, man. Mm. Good move. Yeah, so I'm, I actually found it now, <clears throat> so I can be accurate. So uh, it was actually 104 to 108. Jordan Poole misses. It was 18 seconds left. Jordan Poole misses a 25-foot three-point pull-up jump shot. We're down 104 to 108. So, yes, he, he didn't have to do that. He could have sh- took it to the basket or pass in somebody. And uh, Jalen Williams has 25 points. I'm sorry, Jalen Williams is having a good game tonight uh, for the Thunder. But – um Jordan Poole, yeah, he 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 could have took it, he could have took it to the basket. It would have been 106 to 108. Yeah. We foul DiVincenzo or foul Hartenstein, somebody try to foul somebody like that. Anybody but Brunson. And <laughs> uh hopefully they miss the free throw. We come back down hit a three. So yes, um actually mathematically, he he did not have to do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just it's perspective, man. I mean, it's just that yeah. situation is just it's perspective, man. So I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. that the game was on was on that shot. Yeah, it's it not, wasn't. yeah. It's, you right. know, it, they fought hard, man. I, I guess there's a positive to say about this team is that we were in the position to win against a team that's really good in the East. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Edian, I like this coming here. Honestly, like both Bagley and Gaffer, no reason to yeah. compare both of them. I think they both can help us win it. <coughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that, Edian. I, I think Gaffer will be back in a better role where he's a backup big. Like, yeah, when um he when he had his best year with the Wizards, that was when Russell Westbrook was here. Uh, I want to say it was Robin Lopez that started or um, yeah, yeah. Alex Lynn, one of those guys started and Gaffer came off the bench and, you know, Russ was just spoon feeding them, spoon feeding uh, for lobs and dunks and layups and stuff like that. And he came off the bench, you know, so I think he'll go back to his better to a better role where, you know, when we play the Sixers, you know, we're going to get cooked by Joel Embiid anyway, because Bagley's <laughs> just a little too small to, to yeah. guard um, Embiid, but at least, you know, when he comes off the bench, he'll be guarding like Paul Reed instead of MB. Yeah. You know, he'll be guarding um instead of Anthony Davis, he'll be guarding whoever the Lakers backup center. They don't really have a backup center, but you know, you guys get the point. You know, so he'll be guarding more of the backup guys and going up against those guys. And he should be able to dominate against bench players, honestly. So I think that would be better suited for Gafford. And uh they're they're two different players. Gafford's a rim runner. Bagley's a rim runner, but he does other things too. Yeah. And he can step out and shoot, not the three, but he can shoot a mid-range shot. So, yeah, as far as comparing them, you already know how, what we're going to get from either guy. But I think both guys can play pretty well together. Absolutely. And, you know, after the deadline, man, when you see a lot of these contract, um, the veteran contracts move off, could you see Linus where um, Bagley and Gaffer in the same lineup? Absolutely. 
Um, I mean, really, the lineup second half, and I'm, I know people are going to get on me about it, but um, point guard, I mean, is Jordan Poole exactly point guard? Not, I don't know. He's a combo guard. You know, I don't know if he could be that guy. We'll see. But, I mean, I definitely think they need to see what they can do as far as see what he can do with the ball in his hands. Now, Bilal is definitely a guy that I would love to see start after the deadline. I didn't need three. So you could see Bagley at the four and Gafford at the five, depending on if they pick up another center. Um, so, But that, I think that's a big positive to take out is that you got a lot of guys in this team who can play multiple positions. So West has a lot of pieces to mix and match here and there to game plan, and as opposed to just running the same lineup out there. You know, depending on the matchup, you know, you could see Bagley at the four, Bagley at the five, Gaff at the five. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's the one positive look at is that you have a lot of options to mix and match and game plan according to the strengths and the deficiencies on the other team. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that as far as, you know, capabilities West Huntsville Jr. Can, you know, can he step his game up as a coach after the deadline and see where a lot of these pieces go? So. hundred mm-hmm. um, percent. So I said Galford. Shugs B says you think Bagley gonna take Galford spot, but I know it's <laughs> we got an English uh-huh. guy on the roster. What's up? <laughs> Galford, yeah, Galford. <laughs> uh, I think he should start personally. Yeah, I think it would just be better for Gav to come on the yep. bench, so you know he can play better against some of the bench, some of the bench guys on the other team. And uh, Bagley, man, he's just he's very skilled, super talented. I think he should. This 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 could be a revival of his career, honestly. Yeah. This could be a revival for his career. So I'm excited. I'm excited for, for uh, Bagley, man. I'm excited. I am too, man. I think this definitely could be a change of scenery success story. I think he definitely is going to bring some energy to D.C. And, you know, like I said, the second half, man, that's going to be the team to watch. Because like I said, I, I know a lot of us are waiting to see the deadline, man, and to see, you know, what moves are made and what minutes are going to be provided for these young guys, man. But I'm telling you, man, after the deadline, it's going to be a fun to watch young team. They are. Mm. It's going to be a really fun team to watch. Yeah. Excuse the language from James Williams, but <laughs> he's excited, man. He's excited. He's an A.O. Bagley can can freaking ball, y'all. So people are excited, man. Bagley jerseys, they might be flying off the shelves. Number 35, get that uh, District D.C. Stones Bagley jersey, man. We don't know how long he's going to be here. But uh, – <laughs> Bagley's playing well, man. He's playing well. I took the over on FanDuel for him at 13 and a half points. I was like, yeah, let me go ahead and take that. I was upset they didn't put double-double on there for Bagley. That's what I really wanted to, no. to put on there. <laughs> um, yeah, Bayer man says, yeah, Gaffrey will get his stamina up if he ever wants to start. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing, too, like his stamina and just foul trouble. You know, seeing a big that is not get constantly getting in foul trouble, that was that was refreshing, too. Yeah, like I said, I don't want to keep knocking on Gaff, but you know that that was refreshing too. And and I, I'll say it again, Gaff was the only big we had. Mescal and Gallo, they're not big men at all. So we we did leave Gaff out there to dry. You know what? Look, we've been tough on Gaff, and understandably mm-hmm. so. But let me tell you, you know, when we find his place on the roster, he's going to flourish because he, you know, like I said, offensively, yes, he is very limited, but I think he can play, man. You know, he can definitely rim protect and be a lob threat, man. So. I think he does have a place in this team going forward. It's just finding the right place for everybody. You know, being that starter just ain't him, man. And it, and that's good. We know that now. But you, you best believe, man, I think he can definitely, definitely eat off the bench, man, and do well. So it's a win-win mm-hmm. for everybody. Right. Um, somebody says, did you guys see Johnny's game? Yeah, we talked about that where he didn't play well in the G League. I don't I don't see the point. Of, I, 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 I thought it was pointless to put him in the G League, especially if you're not yeah. going to play him. Yeah. If you're going to bring him off the bench, I thought that was useless. I, I don't see why they did that, to be honest with you. And it kind of – it kind of – I'm not going to say embarrassed him, 
but it kind of it kind of did embarrass him honestly to put him down there and uh oh no that call was that call yeah i've been calling for a long time but <laughs> excuse me i thought it was pointless to do it honestly i thought it, <clears throat> i thought it was a little embarrassing to do it and to bring him back in a matter of 24 to 48 hours i i don't i don't see the point of doing it honestly yeah, I'm with you, man. <laughs> I'm with you. You see that one? <laughs> right, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I know you guys are joking me about the uh every every show I need a cup of tea and, and a towel on my head. But um yeah, and, and last thing I'll say about about Johnny too, unfortunately, just looking at the draft picks behind him. You know, Mark Williams, this is hindsight, Mark Williams and uh Jalen, Jalen, uh Jalen Williams, Jalen Duran. Walker Kessler, they weren't going to draft Walker Kessler, but um, yeah, just Tari Eason. I think that's the guy that you know you could kind of say that they were going to get from the Rockets. He's playing really, really well, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I think they just have to admit that they made a mistake, and I kind of feel that way with the commanders with Emmanuel Forbes. I just feel like you know they just made Ron Rivera made the wrong pick, and I think Adam Peters. They need to move on from a male. It's too early. I hate to give up. That's the thing. I hate to give up on guys in their first and second year. But with Johnny and his situation, it's just to that point where you have to admit that you made the wrong decision. And I think it's best for both sides to move on. And it's it's unfortunate that it's at this point because I think Johnny, I I loved him coming out of Wisconsin. But right now, it's time to move on. For me, yes, sir. It's time to move on, man. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just it's it's time, man. Just admit your mistake. Last link to Tommy Shepard. So it's unfortunate, but you know, hopefully he finds some place where he can he can definitely develop. So I wish mm-hmm. him well. Yeah. Um, a lot of conversation coming in because you know, all the train rumors coming around uh, around Kuzma and Tyus Jones and whatnot. Um, also a lot of people giving DeLon right. A very hard time saying that he should have got a DMP. Delon, yeah, he didn't shoot the ball well tonight. He was nah. he, he, he kind of had some moments where he was trying to go one on one a lot tonight too. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, which is not his game, and it's just you know it was it's just an off night for him, man. But um, I see you know I see him rebounding, man, because he's definitely the guy we need on the second unit for the defense and leadership, man. So so yeah, it was it was an off night. Yeah, when I see him trying to hit threes on people, I'm like, man, what's going on with Delon tonight, man? But you know he he'll be all right going forward yeah right. yes sir but well, we're gonna wrap it up tonight thank you guys for watching and listening making a lot on which is your first listen every day we are free and available wherever you guys get podcasts make sure you subscribe hit that notification bell hell to the wizards peace hey prime members You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.